One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most biased podcast network. Hey, have you been on the fence about joining Sans Pants Plus? I get it. There's too many tiers to choose from, it's all a bit confusing, and what if you don't like what us bumblefucks do? Well, don't worry. For this month only, we're offering you a one-month free trial subscription for champs if you use the coupon code RATBOY. That's R-A-T-B-O-I. You can listen to the several bonus D&D campaigns, over 100 episodes of Jackson Bailey Spooks America, and all of the Hey D&D, It's Me, Adams, and much, much more. But perhaps that's not enough. Perhaps you want to see how the bourgeois live. Well, in this special introductory offer of just $5 for the first month... You can be a Sans Pants King with the coupon code RATKING. That's R-A-T-K-I-N-G. Listen to the weekly saga that is D&D is for Kings, or perhaps our foray into the world of darkness with our mini-series, The Spirit of Lonely Places. We have a lot of content on offer, and it's just sitting there begging to be listened to. Just head to sanspantsradio.com slash plus to become a member today using either coupon code RATBOY for a free month of champ, or Rat King for $20 off your first month of a King subscription. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 24 of Zombie Plague Chilt. The last episode featured these things in this order. You recognize this item as the Talisman of the Sphere. It is a legendary item, like an artifact. There's only one in the world. Artist Simbra knocks you onto the floor. The Sphere of Annihilation strikes Artisember. There's no sound, there's no nothing, no gnashing, no scream. Artisember is gone. Pop, you may have your turn. This entire fight, he has not truly taken damage until this moment right here. I tip my hat forward in a very angry let's fucking dance kind of way. You look around and you see Flask of Blind. It is potentially possible that he will remember the day long, long years ago that an adventurer named Pop Mandarin made him bleed. You recognize the face of Sister Sias. Tiffany and Mumbles, both of them are outright slain with like a unceremonious flop get dumped out at the obelisk out the front of the dungeon. Adam, I have a very important question. Mm-hmm. What happens to my ghosts and all my objects? Alright, so, near the base of the cliffs, a 15-foot-tall obelisk of cracked stone is draped with vines and black moss. Behind it, you see a dark passageway obscured by withered creepers. A second, smaller tunnel burrows into the base of the cliff to the east. 
Three stone gargoyles watch you from narrow ledges carved into the cliffside. Each has a face of a bearded devil, its mouth agape in a silent scream. Jeez, All remember around this. you... Oh, jeez. All around you is an encampment. An encampment of red wizards. There's maybe a hundred of them. Probably more, actually. Maybe a couple hundred. They have they have set up camp. They have tents. There is barricades. Part of it is walled. They've been taking like bricks and wood and material and building an actual fortification. You see that there are several piles of corpses, some of red wizards, some of locals, and some of the <clears throat> yaunt tea. And you can see that there are red wizards. It's like an anim- It's like a uh, a factory like processing line. The corpses are being dragged before some of the red wizards, who animate them as zombies and then send them on their way. And there are mercenaries there who arm them up with metal, like with uh, armor, and give them weapons and stuff like that. In addition to the mercenaries, you see other martial people, so like soldiers and stuff like that. But instead of wearing different mercenary company housing logos and stuff like that, you see that they are wearing the sigils of the Thay, and you know that they are Thayan warriors. So soldiers trained and controlled by the Thay, they are not really mindless, but they are like indoctrinated almost. They are loyal to the death. To Thayan wizards. So we've uh, come out of a tomb surrounded by Nazis, Adam, is basically what's happened. Something like that. Yeah, yes. good. Sick. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's <clears throat> just a lot of them. Your entire party are slightly damp from the <laughs> teleportation process. Yeah. You've got a bit of that black sludge, just <sighs> like a layer of it covering you. You right, horns. Ugh. Yeah. The red wizards are suspicious at first, but Valindra stands to her feet and starts issuing orders, and they immediately start following them. <sighs> what the fuck is going on? It's so weird to breathe air again. What's it like? What's outside again? Yeah, yeah it, I'm, the sunlight uh, nearly blinds you from being out. You're suddenly outside. It's been it's dark day? for so long. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Can I have a sit on the grass? Uh, yeah, <clears> sure. Mm. Where's Vaughn? Where's Vaughn? Where's Vaughn? Valindra gets some water brought to you, and all of you drink deeply from carafes of water. They like drink out of my pot over my whole body. Yeah, we try and rinse off well, the goo. Yeah, maybe they bring a lot of carafes then, and you have a quick wash. They seem to have set up shop like properly. They are comfortable here. Some of the red wizards, you can tell that there's a hierarchy. Some of the red wizards here, like have all of the comforts of home. You see slaves bringing hot water for baths. Not necessarily for you, but then Valindra starts making orders and then baths are going to be arranged. It's not bad, though. Oh, it's good. I killed myself. Well, yeah, I wouldn't dwell on that <laughs> if I were you. Okay. I'd try to. Yeah. You know that thing you're really good at where you take all the bad feelings and you squash them right down to a tiny little ball in the centre of your chest? I don't think they're bad feelings if they come from a place of love. Okay, then. I'll, uh... I mean, for me, that's all the same. <laughs> <laughs> Has Talad done anything? Talad? Yeah. He stands up. He seems pissed, but he doesn't say anything. Huh. Hey, I had to make a call. I wanted the people that I like to get through the thing first. Um, so what happens to all my stuff, Adam? So, I've got good news and bad news. Damn. The Braces of Archery, which were inhabited by the spirit of Kubazan, 
turn to ash and are destroyed. Huh. Like on my body, that's so sad. Mm -hmm. The Pearl of Power, inhabited by Nang Nang, who won't share well with others, remains. You feel the spirit of Nang Nang leave, though. He cannot leave the Tomb of the Nine Gods, but the Pearl of Power remains as a gift to you. From Nang Nang? Yep. Fuck, the fact that I won over Nang Nang kills me. (laughs) The Amulet of Health from Papa Zottle who bows before no one and expects others to do oh, as I, I command. I don't think I use this at all. The Amulet of Health is destroyed. Yeah, I was going to say, we yeah. barely use that. Actually, you know what? I'll let you keep the braces of archery, Tiffany. You were fearless and not afraid of taking great risks. I did well. I was thinking, Adam, of, are we, are we being... I was thinking of pop, but actually Tiffany role-played it a lot better. Uh, are you about to say, Adam, that we're getting rewarded for how we role-played based on how cursed we were? Yeah. The... Instrument of the Bards, <clears throat> inhabited by Shigambi, who never shows mercy to evildoers, turns to ash. Yeah, look, I didn't kill Valindra. <laughs> you did not have much time with Shigambi. The Ring of Protection, inhabited by Obalaka, who is risk-averse and a slave to routine, is destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> the Staff of Python, inhabited by Moa, who must always speak the truth, Remains. Yeah, yeah you did one. really well at <laughs> that like, one. Oh, that one's going to stay. <clears throat> the robe of scintillating colors inhabited by Unk, who is incapable of making decisions, um, is destroyed. Yeah, that got destroyed with Artis. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It did get destroyed with Artis. You're right. So did the Wand of Wonder. Yep. And, that was uh, with Artis. Mesa Terra was with um, Lucanu. Well, yeah, if you got... <laughs> no one even thought to pick up the mace, did they? It got knocked out of her hand, I'm pretty sure. Well, I, I think it dropped with her, but yeah, the mace the mace is still in the thing. Yeah, so the only ones you got to keep were the Staff of Python, the Pearl of Power, and the Braces of Archery, correct? Yep. The spirits inhabiting them have gone forever, and you will never get their power, but you get to keep the magical item. Huh, nice. Cool. <sighs> there we go. Well, that was handy. What the fuck's going on? I don't know where's Vaughn. I've just got the amulet. No, I've got it. You've got the amulet. Golem. You oh attempt to God. summon Vaughn, you feel nothing. Vaughn is either destroyed or too far from the amulet. He's not here. I don't know how n- not here he is, but I-, I can't reach him. Is Valindra with us? Yes, she's walking about giving orders. Where are your jaculi? Hang on, is that what they're called? My Camadan cubs. Camadan cubs, where are your Camadan cubs? That's a good question. Did I leave them up here? You did. Yeah. Where are my Kamenam cubs, Adam? The red wizards probably have not been kind to them, and they are definitely not alive. Have I found that information out yet? Not yet, no. Okay, let me know when I learn that information. Let me know when I'm around someone who can give me that information. Cool, cool, cool. going to kill a man for killing my family. <laughs> That's fine. It's fine that you're thinking of the Kamenam cubs as your family. Actually... No, for fear of Valindra, they would be alive. Thank God for that. Uh, maybe a, yeah, no, for fear of Valindra, they would be alive. Yeah, a red wizard, no, a slave, <laughs> walks over to you with three crates with the Camadans in them. Two of them like me and one of them hates me, and I can't remember which, which one. Well, how are they going now? It's been, how long's it been? It's been a while we've been underground. Oh, been my a, God. You've been away for, like... Oh, maybe more than a week. Can we see the? Can we see properly yet? Being in the sun. <laughs> Are we like bats? No, no. You'll never see properly again, unfortunately. Oh, 
Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm missing sad. an eye, and it's the uh, my good eye. Even though technically they're both my good eyes because they got grown back. You still feel like you're missing your good eye. Yeah. Because it's been better to you for longer. Yeah. I'm also missing my hat. You're not missing it. You know where it is. Yeah, I know. You, you just miss it. Yeah. Well, A red wizard called Karach Tund has been in charge since Valindra left. He appears to be of great power. He certainly, like, Valindra treats him almost like an equal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, if he knows she's a lich. Uh, although you can probably tell that Valindra doesn't actually know Karach Tund. Uh, you assume there's some internal politicking going on. All of the Red <clears throat> Wizards have things that mark their rank, and Karach Tund has an insignia of rank that you do not recognize on any of the other Red Wizards, so you assume he's quite powerful. They have a conversation for a little while, then all of you are brought into the command tent to have like a bit of de- a bit of a debriefing. Karach Tund asks you a couple of general questions about the Tomb of the Nine Gods. If either of you don't answer, Valindra does. What does he ask? Uh, just a bunch of basic things. He asks about the Nine Gods. He asks about their different powers, some maybe of the more notable magical items that you found, and some questions about traps and stuff like that. I'm unhelpful. Maybe Karach asks, actually, actually, Karach, when, when you get through, because Valindra has obviously recounted the story of your journey through there. Karach asks how, like, with, with like, almost reverence, asks what Azarak was like. I made him bleed. Karach nods. He's a bony cunt. And if I ever see him again, I will kick his ass so hard he'll shit teeth. Karach is Karach has like a stony expression. He's unsure what to make of your statement. Air of reverence. Is he impressed by Asarak? Does the idea of a really powerful lich impress him weirdly? Potentially, yeah. I hate this guy. And then Karach asks about the Soulmonger. And Valinda is very certain that you were unable to acquire the Soulmonger and you needed to destroy it in the field of lava. I look at Valindra. And the look that I'm giving her is, for me to keep this a secret, you owe me. All right. You need to make a roll. Valindra needs to make a roll. And Karach needs to make a roll. This is good. You're doing a good thing. I am? No. No. You're exposing yourself. What are you talking about? (laughs) Karach looks from Pop to Valindra and... He, there's like an air, a slight air of suspicion, a narrowing of the eyes, but then it just passes over and the conversation continues. I don't know if that worked or not. Huh. Good. Underneath the table, Valindra steps on your foot. I could ruin her. A few I moments. Could... You would die. You would be killed. I kick you as well. A few moments later, Karach stands up and says, well, if that's everything, then... Valindra, obviously, you will need to make a report directly to Tam. And while you're gone, well, this is a great victory. We should feast. What What the fuck is going on here? What exactly do you mean, says the, Karach? The, the soldiers, the corpses. Where the fuck's my shield guardian? Your shield guardian is on a mission, I assume. A mission? Several days ago, your shield guardian got up, saw some Yonti, and followed them into Omu. We've not seen it since. What was the last instruction we gave it? I don't know. Do you remember? No, I don't. we got to find him. That will be a proposition for tomorrow. 
tonight we feast and your wishes are are uh, fulfilled. I need a male boy. Valindra looks a little suspicious at that your wishes are fulfilled and Karach clarifies, uh, we have captured the, or we captured several days ago in the siege on the Yonti, we captured their leader. He alive? Yes. Good. Where is he? We have him penned in a cage. Great. I want to see him. Uh, please. That'll be entertainment for the feast. No, I want to see him. Please, please, please. Entertainment for the feast. Karach seems coy. <laughs> well, we'll have a very entertaining case, feast then. In the meantime, you will be our guests. We will honor you. Food, drink, wine, entertainment, as it were, tonight. Tomorrow we will help you find your shield guardian. And then you can be on your way, however you want to leave Omu. I assume you have exit preparations planned of some sort? Sure. Yeah. In any case, Valendra, Tam said that he requests your you requested your presence immediately after you left to the Tomb of the Nine Gods. Valendra, standing, nods, and says to you, maybe like half, half whispers, I will meet you back at Port Nianzaru. Until then, keep yourselves out of trouble. Oh, mate, I'm excellent at that. She walks out of the tent. Thank you. <sighs> did she hear me thank her? She did, but she didn't respond. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> you right, Horns? I was going to ask you the same thing. How are you doing? Do you want to do anything between now and the feast? Sleep. Sleep. All right. Maybe sleep. You have enough time for an eight-hour rest if you want, like a full long rest. Oh, fuck, that'd be awesome. Yes. And the Solmog is gone. Yeah, you are properly fully oh. here. Hey, are there any really powerful healers in this group? The Starfallen and Sister Sias. Between them, your damage or whatever is fixed completely. You're at full hit points, both of you. Oh, my yes! God! Yes, finally! Outside yes. of the influence of the Soulmonger, both of you can get a full heal, and it oh. is easier to restore your more permanent injuries. Fuck yes, my have... leg's good. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> you have maximum, your normal maximum hit points now. Oh, so what's that for me? Your hit points are 103. Ah! Pop, you're 166. Oh, b- boy. Oh. But you don't need to roll. You just get your full hit points now. Oh, fuck. That's so nice. God. Oh. It actually genuinely feels satisfying to know we got a good sleep and it didn't even happen to us, you know? Like me and you in real life. But no, I feel better. I feel so much better. Oh, my God. I uh. didn't know I was carrying that weight, you know? Man. Oh, also, when you asked Pop how he was, no one's asked Pop how he was, so he doesn't know how to answer, so he nods. <laughs> yes. What? Um, Are you okay? Oh, that's a lot to unravel. Let's just go with for now. Yes. Do you know what you're saying when you say that? When I say what? That you're okay. Do you know what? I know what okay is. Do you? Well, I know what it should be. But not what it is. I'm not okay. Okay. But I will be. How? I'm going to kill a snake, man. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) When you wake up, I'm sorry, no. At a certain point, you are woken up. (laughs) A member of the uh, elite Thayan guard, one of their loyal to the death servants. How, 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 like, gentle is he in the waking? Fairly. He, like, 
maybe puts a hand on you and shakes you a little bit. Okay. It's not like violent. Had him in sun and I might have put a sword to his throat. (laughs) Uh, There's a couple of them. I'd say maybe four in total in your tent right now, just waking everyone up. In a very serious voice, he instructs you, there, the, the feast is soon to commence. You are invited. Thank you very much. Brilliant. We've had a bath by now, yeah? Yeah. Oh, my God, we're clean as well. Ah. You've had had a hot bath. If you wanted, you didn't even need to wash yourself. They probably had a slave to do that for you. I washed myself. I washed myself. Um, Flask of wine did not. (laughs) (laughs) Is there, like, so we're sleeping in, like, beds and stuff. It's, like, nice things. Is there, like, a bit of fabric lying around that I can rip and turn into an eye patch? Sure. Great. Um, Is my pillow. Do you want an eye patch? They could supply you with one. Yes. They supply you with an eye patch. Right. Um, is my pillow stuffed with feathers? Yeah. Okay. In like just like before I go to bed. Goose down, actually. Okay, just before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. Using my leatherworking skills, I just unpick the corner of the pillow, take out a handful of feathers and sew it back up. And I just store them for future ball of soft purposes. Okay. You head into, there's this giant, it's barely even a tent, it's more of a marquee. It's a giant space where there are tables set up in a kind of like a square sort of thing. In the center, there is a a, a giant cage with a drape thrown over it, a big black drape. But the drape hangs in such a way that you can see that it's bars, it's a cage in the middle. Around the tent as well, there are giant hogs roasting on spits, wine, more wine than you could possibly imagine. Beautiful silver goblets, plates, and cutlery are laid out. You see roast apples. You see beautiful assortments of vegetables, massive bowls with different vegetables arranged in like aesthetically beautiful positions and with colors that match each other. My eyes start watering just because I'm overwhelmed by nice smells. The dungeon didn't smell good. No, it did not. This tent is pungently beautiful. Um, As we're just walking through, we're like in our group. I just sort of turn to you and flask. I don't know where the others are. Mm. Also, they're not going to understand what I'm about to say. Hey, just, uh, you know, welcome to you. And it's great. There's the food and all. And we're all clean and it's nice. And we're having a good time. You know, be ready to open scray. Get out of here real quick. Like, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad to be clean, but well, rested is good for running, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And while this may be a meal flask, this ain't the end of the story. There are a bunch of red wizards already seated, and the Thayan warriors bring you up specifically to... There are, like, several seats laid out specifically for you with little cards with your names on them. Oh, can I keep it? Is it special? Sure, if you want. Does it... Ah, oh, why do I want to keep it? It's just nice. Uh... No, yeah, no. These people think I'm good. No, I keep it. All right. So is this like a fine dining arrangement, like multiple cutlery, yep. plates, glasses? Yep. Excellent. I know what every single fork is for. <laughs> I look at pop before I touch any cutlery, and I'm not subtle about it. If you see me looking, could you still? I just show? tap the one that I'm like the right one. No, wait. I grew up in a castle. I know. <laughs> Sorry, ignore Both that. Both of you are kind of semi-aware of etiquette. I'm aware so, of etiquette, but I check you every time because I feel like you're just going to have a better grip on it than me. You are seated very close to Karach and several other obviously very important red wizards. It'd be like Karach, Pop, Tiffany, Flask of Wine, the Starfallen, Sister Sias, Talad the Drow, and then like 
on the other side, more red wizards, probably of less and less importance as it goes on. But only red wizards. There are no mercenaries or Thayan warriors here in a non-guard capacity. There are quite a few. You can tell that the red wizards in this camp, security is a very big priority for them, very obviously. There are also several undead guards roaming about of various species and type. So you are served the first course. It's an entree, a fish meal, which is crazy. You're not sure where they're getting fish from, Mm. but it's a fish of some sort, maybe a white fish. And it has like a beautiful lemony sauce on it with like a green mushy peas and uh, 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 what do you call it? Um, White broccoli. Cauliflower. Cauliflower, yes. (laughs) You served that as an entree, and then a slave comes around with two carafes. No, four carafes. One is a beautiful blue wine. Another one is a more elegant elven wine. Then they have mead and water. I don't touch the elven wine. Blue wine. Blue wine? I wait till someone else drinks it before I drink it, but I pick blue because it matches me. Okay. I drink mead. Mead? All right. Mm, Actually... Drink water. Got to keep my head clear. All right. Flask of wine also asks for the blue wine. It, it, Flask of wine is watching Tiffany watching pop. <laughs> Flask of wine orders the blue wine. The Starfallen orders the elven wine. Sister Sias has mead. Talad the drow probably has the elven wine. And then it keeps going down the table. Got to stay sharp. Something bad's going to happen. Does Flask look like he's having the best meal of his life? Uh, No, there's too many rules going on here. Flask of Wine understands that he could fuck up eating, and that is not something that he's used to. This is why he knows this isn't the end of the story, because this isn't a nice meal for him. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's also no trees around, so that's not good for him. No, he has to count them to (laughs) just check. It's not not an even and it's not an odd number of trees. This is the worst fortune possible. I I feel confident on what forks to pick. I quickly double check with Pop and then sort of hint to Flask. The uh, water tastes quite nice, actually. You notice it has lemon in it. Mm. The You picked the blue wine. Mm-hmm. It tastes of mulberry. It is delightful. Oh, we're getting a nice thing happen. Something bad's going to happen, yeah, though. Yeah, that's no good. Isn't this right. nice, Flask? Flask of wine shakes his head. No, I didn't realize I could fail at eating. He says he picks up one fork and a red wizard who can see him gives him a little bit of a, like a shake of the head. Flask of wine puts that fork down. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, um, I'll show. Um, I pick up the correct fork, quickly double check what Pop's doing and then sort of show a flask of wine. All right. Yeah, flask of wine under your tutelage eats correctly, though he hates it the entire time. I'm sorry, flask. I don't understand. Did you try the wine? How can they eat wrong? <laughs> he has some of the wine, yeah. He likes the wine. It's nice. Plus gets smashed. He pours a little into his water skin. <laughs> asks for more. <laughs> then a main course is brought out. Main course is part of that pig. Or actually, you know what? They have an option. The a, a server comes around and asks, would you like the pork or would you like the venison? Venison, please. Pop Mandarin says yes. The slave looks clearly and very obviously panicked. Pop, if the slave fucks up, he's going to be whipped. I said yes. All right. <laughs> the slave leaves. A different server comes out with your food. Where'd the other boy go? 
The slave shakes his head slowly. You don't think he understands your language. What does he speak? What does he look like he speaks? I try Cholton. He might, uh, he's not Cholton. No, he's not a local. He's probably from Fey, so he might speak a local Feyan language. Do I get both foods? Yeah, you get both meals. That's what I wanted. The venison is a uh, a venison a venison steak on top of mashed or there's like a you know, no 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 mashed mashed potatoes with carrot and leek and a, a beautiful mushroom sauce. Oh man, I'm so hungry. <laughs> the pig is pork crackling with apple sauce and <laughs> actually with- actually my like. Saliva burst into my mouth just then, and I almost dribbled on the microphone. <laughs> a like puck of just beautiful creamy butter, mm-hmm. and <laughs> maybe roast carrots with with radish, oh, radish garnish. Fuck, puck of butter. What a fucking excellent description. Ah, uh, please, I'll have a puck of butter. Mmm, <laughs> hockey. Mm, hock it into my mouth more like it. <laughs> All of your drinks are refilled. Whatever you were drinking, they top them up for you. And everyone just has, like, a polite conversation and continues to eat. Sometimes Pop Karach engages you or Tiffany in conversation. Yeah, what about? It's light sort of stuff. He talks about how dreadful Omu is just as a place Talks about the weather, maybe. He discusses, if you want, he discusses the siege where they took down the Yaunty. Yeah, I, I get offended when he says that Omu is ugly. <laughs> the city here? What love do you have for this city? It's old. Belongs in a museum. The whole city. I had, I had the gods of the city in my head a lot, Adam. Fair. All right. I, I love this city and now so does Pop. I try and back you up on that. Yeah, good. Like if you're saying you're ugly and you're like, oh, no, no, no. Well, I think the city has really beautiful historical value. What did you order for your man? The venison. The venison. Okay, cool. No, no, no I was okay. just curious. Okay. I don't know if I asked you. You did, and I got venison and it served with mashed potato, and I feel like I made the right choice. Okay. I'm jealous about the applesauce, but I'm sure there's a dessert coming, you know? Before dessert, after everyone's done with their main and they've cleared it away, you've been at this dinner for, like, maybe nearly two hours now, and after the mains have been cleared away, Karach stands up, holds out his hands, and the group goes silent very quickly. Karach gestures to the cage that has been the like main feature of this meal right now, so far, and he says, and now, of course, it is time for the entertainment. Several Thean warriors grab at the cloak over it and pull, revealing within the cage, Raznazi. Does he look well? He looks pretty fucked up. He's bruised and badly injured. Oh, no. That sucks. What happens next? Anything? With that, Karach looks at you, Pop, and says, please, would our guest like to do the honors? Oh, you fucking bet I would. I forget everything I've been doing. I grab a passing mead. Yeah. Down it in one go, throw the cup away, pull the sword out, pull Holy Avenger out, Mm -hmm. climb over the table. All right. You climb over the table. Raznazi cowers away from you up against the other side of the cage, as far away from you as he can get. Let him out. The Thean warriors open the cage door, but Raznazi does not get out of the cage. Come here. Raznazi refuses. Come here. Raznazi does nothing. Can I get at any part of him? His tail? You're about to get in the cage. Yeah. No. Yeah. Is his tail grabbable? Sure. I want to grab him and pull him out. 
Call out of the cage using the great classic Scorpion line, get over here. You can't. He's too terrified. He wraps himself around the bars at the opposite end and the cage is too heavy for you to shift on your own. Mm, You're making me very angry. This could be easy or this could be hard. You fool. Rasnazi hisses at you. You think they are your friends? They're not my friends, but neither are you. Here you are, eating their foods, drinking their wines. You have killed us both. Great. Um, I stab him with Holy Avenger. <laughs> you kill Rasnazi. You bring it down into his back, into the like the base of his neck. Ugh. Oh, Severing- just before he dies, is he like like I I don't know, skewer him, and then just before he dies, I want to tell him that this is for Artisimba. Okay, yeah. You- Sorry, this is for my friend Artisimba. You oh. sever his spine at the base of his neck. Razdazi goes limp, dead. The crowd golf claps. Karach stands up and says, but of course, the entertainment is not over. Please. And he gestures to one of the entrances. The curtain is pulled back and wheeled out on like a a dolly or whatever is the remains of Vaughn. He has been torn apart limb by limb, piece by piece. There are bits and pieces of him. One of his arms is slowly being dragged along on the dirt. From another entrance behind Karach, their shield guardian, the giant golden brass one, steps into the tent. Don't do anything. What the fuck have you been playing at? I survived death once. You think I couldn't survive it twice? You think I was out of bodies to inhabit, perhaps? You idiots. Do you not recognize me? Of course, I'm in such a new form. But it's me, your good friend Zagmira, she says. Both of you begin feeling dizzy. And now, a word from our sponsors. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. 
BlueNile.com. Has this ever happened to you? You're playing Dungeons and Dragons with your mates, and someone turns to you, the dungeon master, and asks, where drow come from? While you flip through the monster manual panicking, another player asks how the different planes interact with each other. Now you're really flustered, and people are laughing. Your mother comes in carrying a tray of freshly baked cookies, but all your friends are leaving, disgusted that you don't know. On their way out, one of your friends tells your mother what happened. She spends the next hour yelling at you to be better. It's awful, and it could happen to any one of us. Thankfully, I've got great news for you. Hey D&D, It's Me, Adam and Cass is a delightful series where myself and Cass from D&D is for Nerds explain basic concepts and monsters to you, the listener. The series is designed for beginners and features helpful tips and tricks useful for all play styles. Just head on over to sanspantsradio.com and sign up for any level of our Sanspants Plus subscription today. Son of a bitch! Uh, I want to make myself vomit. <laughs> you bring your fingers up to your mouth. It's been like two hours, buddy. <laughs> Fuck! You start trying to make yourself vomit. After like a little bit of a spew pop, the ground starts rushing towards you. Tiffany, you're, you black out as well. No. <gasps> Slowly, you begin coming to. Oh, fucking, I hate everything. You can hear the distant sound of horses and trumpeting. When you wake up, you're waking up in... It's not, like, bright and vibrant anymore, and a lot of the fortifications are gone. You're in the camp still, tied to several trees. As you begin coming to, you hear flask of wine. (sighs) Sigh with relief. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way this is a good omen, right? Even number is a good omen. Six trees is the perfect number. Six? Well, that's good. Yeah. That's um, something. Fuck. No, there's seven. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. No, there's only six. Who's on the seventh tree? Pop, Tiffany, flask of wine, starfallen, sister's ass, clad the drow. Six trees. Flask of wine. Oh, oh thank God. I thought there was seven for a second. That's Whoa, good, We right? were nearly in trouble there. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. We can get out of this. There are six trees. You have been stripped of all of your equipment. You do not have magical items right now. You do not have weapons. You have clothes, but you don't have armor. Well, I don't, I don't, have, don't clothes. have armor. Well, Pop, you're just you're just the as as the day you were born. I've got my belts. Pop, they've stripped off your leg brace as well. Cocksuckers. You can see in the distance flames, horses, and carts. It looks like the procession is leaving Omu. The red wizards are going. They just left you tied to the tree. There are still a bunch of people about, but it looks like the last stragglers. A figure in armor walks up to you. He's carrying a torch, which kind of skewers him mostly. But as he gets closer, he move. He and the torch move in such a way that you recognize this mercenary. He kneels down next to you, hikes up his pants a little bit, and says, "Well, well, well. Isn't this a familiar situation?" Fucking cockhead. So, you um. In a bit of a pickle, aren't you? Gloat harder. I, I don't really need to gloat much, do I? Are you going to help us or are you going to leave us? No, I'm going to help you, yeah. I'm going to... Uh, we'll make a deal. What kind of deal? So, I'm going to help you in the exact same way you helped me, and there's not much you can do about that. Just so you know, if I ever see you again... I'm going to punch your stomach out through your back. <laughs> he waggles a finger in your face. <laughs> I bite his finger. 
No, he doesn't waggle it. He, know, he knows you're dangerous. He doesn't waggle it close enough for that. <laughs> no, 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 no. That, my friend, is a pretty fucking big if. He jams the torch into your broken leg. Adam? Yeah? Um, you take five points of damage. What's the, what's the range on spike growth? Spike growth? You can't cast it. You're bound. We can't cast spells because they're bound? Yeah, you well, spike growth requires verbal, somatic, and material components. Ah, oh, so anything with material we can't. Well, anything with material or somatic, you are bound up, so you actually can't do the somatic components either. John, I can do Zephyr Strike. It's the only spell I can do. Wait, do they take every single item I own? All my weapons and all of the yes. things? Like literally everything. Oh my god. If you had an item, you no longer have it. No, Flask's ball of soft I was working on. It was a present. Where are my cubs, Adam? Your cubs? They're maybe still in their cages nearby. I took all my treasures? Yep. The tablets? Mm-hmm. Uh, my sword? Yes, they definitely took that. <sighs> I hate everything. My periaptive wound closure is gone. That will kill me. <gasps> my rapier! I can't... It, oh my we god! Can't do anything, and that's, I'm assuming it's going with them. Yep. Fuck! I hate Adam. I hate you. Why have you done this to us? We went through so much. He stands up and then turns around and leaves with nothing else. Um, kill that man. In time. Kill that man so many times he's going to die to death. Can I start trying to work on untying myself? <clears throat> you certainly can. There's still a couple of people around. Are you going to wait for? Because you you will probably have the alarm, alarm sounded if you're free yourself now. Alarm sounded? Yeah, there's still like stragglers, like people packing up the final bits of the camp. Oh, can I try and untie myself but then hold the rope? So I'm untied, but okay. it looks Is like Talab I'm tied up. tied up with us too? Yep. <laughs> Suck shit. Okay. You <clears throat> spend like five minutes. Fail, Tiffany. I'm going to have a crack too. Okay. Thing, just, yeah, hold it, hold it in place. After a little while, it becomes very apparent that you lack the ability. You don't know how you're getting out of this one. After a couple of hours, the last bits of the camp pack up and leave, and you see the last lights leaving Omu. Sorry, Holds. You didn't do this. No, I did. Well, I don't want to spend the last bit of my life mad at you, so let's say you didn't. Oh, we're not fucking dying here. I'm just apologising. Jesus Christ, don't have a pity party. Let's go, come on. Flask, can you use your claws to scratch through the rope? I have been trying for several minutes now. That's all right. Thank you for trying. Um, no, I've fallen. Yes? Can you teleport? Yes. Can you teleport now? I've just been waiting for making sure that everyone's left. But yes, um, I can get work, out. Star fallen. Love your work. This See, is good, you. this is good, this is good, this is good. We're not dying here. We're not dying, and it's good. I am sorry, though. With a, <laughs> with like a gentle sparkling effect moving over her body, Starfallen disappears from where she's sitting and appears standing up next to you. She starts untying people. Thank you, uh, Starfallen. I punch a tree real hard. You do so. I'm good now. Um, can I collect branches and stuff and try and use bits of my armor to make... You don't have pop. any armor. You said... No, you're left with clothes, not armor. Oh. 
I'll use bits of my clothes to make and sticks I found on the ground to make pop a new leg brace. You do a fine job. It works. Is that better? Oh, yeah, thanks. Thanks. You're we welcome. Probably. We need to leave. Um, can't believe they took our stuff. I can't believe it. I can believe it really well, actually. I hate it. I hate it a lot. You want to get it back? <laughs> I, I know, know it doesn't do. matter, but I really do. I want the stuff that <clears throat> the artifacts are important in their own right, but if I didn't get them back, that'd be okay. I just need the sword. The sword's important. The sword's very important. Flask, I was trying to make you a new ball of soft and they took everything. I'm so sorry. It is okay. Uh, balls of soft come and go. I give him a hug. Friends are forever, he says. <gasps> I squeeze tight. He hugs you back. Can't believe we got drugged when we were being so cautious. <laughs> it was in the food. It wasn't in the drinks. It was in your goblets. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, if I had said nothing, which is what I was going to do, I would have been fine. It was the water that did it. The mead I drank before I started that fight was not poisoned because it yep. was just mead passing. Uh, how did Valindra not pick this? She how, you were all deceived. No one was expecting this. That's what I mean. How did she not see with her magical powers? That's not how her magical powers work. <laughs> She's not psychic. Yeah. She can't see someone's soul when it's still in their body. Fuck you, Zagmary, you piece of shit. <laughs> I hate us so much. <laughs> the last memory was of Valindra saying to you that this is your fault. That's very funny. I mean, you did that. You definitely did that. As you're sort of stalking your way. So who's leading? Uh, Pop, you seem the maddest. Yeah, I'm leading. As you're leading the group through Omu, you see a group of undead walking nearby. There's seven of them in total. You recognize seven ghouls, awful looking creatures that have a paralytic touch, and they are being led by a ghast, which is just kind of like a more powerful version of a ghoul. All of them have blue triangles tattooed on their foreheads, which means that they once served Raznazi, though presumably now they have no master. Hmm. So what are you doing about these undead? I'm going to avoid the fuck out of them. We have no Walk weapons. Walk past them. We don't have weapons. They don't have a master. You lie low while the ghouls pass you, and then you may continue. Are you making any stops on your way out? No, I just want to catch up to those fuckers as quickly as possible. Okay. Wait, do we go past the cart where the uh, Chewinger was living? Yeah, you could swing by the Chewinger wagon again if you wanted to. Let's swing by. I have nothing to give it. You know that the the Chewinger lives in... Uh, there's a mossy stone disc underneath the underneath the cart. That's where the Chewinger lives. I try and hold out my hair. Can you use your claws to just cut my hair? Yeah. Can I try and rip a chunk of hair out? No, cut it off. You don't necessarily need to do that. Oh, can we just flip the stone disc over? Well, the Chewinger will only present itself if it wants to, so you might need to have something to entice it out. But you don't necessarily need hair. Like It might like a shirt or something like that. I flip the disc over, see if it's there. On the other side of the disc, there is... A moss-covered stone, half buried in the mud underneath the wagon. Concentric rings of inscriptions cover its surface, some written in common and others etched in a jagged suniform. The tablet is a pro- uh, proclamation from the Ullman Queen to her rivals in Mesro. 
The Mesroans couldn't read the Olmans' native script, so the tablet contains the same message written in both common and old Olman. It reads, Queen Napaka proclaims that the free people of Omu fear nothing. Brave new gods protect us, as Ubtau did before, but does no longer. Omu will rise again, and Napaka shall reclaim all that is hers by right of conquest. It is after doing the Tomb of the Nine Gods a message laden heavy with other meanings. Yeah. She fucked up, though, because she dead now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You realize that with this, you could translate Old Olman. The message is in both languages. Adam, did I this just is find... like a Rosetta Stone. I was about to say, did I just find the Rosetta Stone of Old Olman? Yep. The stone itself weighs 200 pounds, so it's not really easy to take. But if you had paper and charcoal, you could make an etching or something. Which we do not have. Fuck. When you lift up the disc, the Chewinga does not present itself. Hello? Are you there? Please? No one's got any paper. What? (laughs) Paper. What? No. This isn't about treasure. This is one of the most. I know. No, I, I, no, I, I know. Um, it's a really important discovery. I know. And my help has laid down the track with talking yeah. all over. No, I know. I know. I know. Um, there isn't any paper. The chewinger might have paper. There's no chewinger. Um, is there? Is there? Are there any like buildings around that might look like they could have old paper in there? You could have a little search around if you wanted to. Yeah. Uh, no, we're losing them. It's. Put the stone back. It really upsets me. <laughs> we can look around. It's fine. We're going to get our stuff back. Might be the stuff Olin speaks. It might be worthwhile to wait a little bit as well. I know you want to get, you want to catch up to them right away, but, well, what happens when we catch up to them? Death. How? I'll figure it out when I get up to them. There's an awful lot of them. Sure, but we don't need to kill one of them. Well, actually, we don't need to kill them. We've got to rob them. Yes. How? Stealthily. We've got very good thieves. At night. Uh, Talad, I assume you are a villain. I don't know what you mean by that, he says. You can steal shit. You're sneaky. Um, I wouldn't say that, he says. He means that as a compliment. I, I'm sneaky. No, I just don't think I'm as ste- sneaky as you seem to think I am. I don't think I could sneak my way into a camp. Oh. Okay. Um, What do you think we should do, Stuffle? Maybe it might be worthwhile to stay and... Re- what did we lose that we need? The sword. Why do we need it? What do you mean, why do we need it? Why do we need it? Because it belonged to a very good friend of mine, and I cannot lose that sword. Uh-huh. Who gets hurt if we don't get it back? But it belonged to a very good friend of mine. I understand. And he died, and his other friend died protecting us. I understand. I have to keep that sword alive. Pop, she's right. I understand. When something like this happens, it can feel like you're losing them all over again. That's not what it is. I just want the sword back. Pop... (laughs) There's no secondary reason. Pop. I just want the sword back. Pop, it's reasons like this that they died. <laughs> Fuck. She's right. I think it's nighttime right now, and Omu and Cholt are 
more dangerous at night than they are in the day. I think it would be wise to find a building, rest, and then tomorrow we can start our journey back. Did you? How did you come here to Omu? A boat. boat. You remember that you made a plan to meet at that lake once every, I think it was week. They would leave a marker there. There was a marker. There were going to be notes and everything like that. Yeah. That ship's coming back and waiting for you. We do have a way out, and that's really good. Well, what about tonight we rest? We can see if we can find some paper and some charcoal. See if we can get this etching I of a... Don't want it. It doesn't matter. It's fine. Well, even I can see the value in this stone. Yeah, right. If, if you want to do it, you can. Know yourself how. I'm not saying we will never recover these items. I'm saying maybe it's best if we slow down. We're vulnerable right now. Yep. I, you know, absolutely. I understand. Do you know where they're going? You know that they had, the Red Wizards had a base at the heart of Ubtal. They might be returning there. There's a base at the heart of Ubtal. They might be going back there. Well, let's avoid that for now then. Okay. We just need to get back to the boat. That's step one. I guess step one's surviving the night. We're going to get back to the boats. We get to Port Nine, Zara, meet up with Valindra. I mean, there is also the looming shadow of getting back to Port Nine, Zara, so we can tell Lady Ware that we have successfully completed her task and thus continue on the mission to rescue your father. I'm very eager to get back to Port Nine, Zara. It's just stuff, isn't it? It's always just stuff. Yeah. It's always been just stuff. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, I guess just stuff. So the first building you enter, it's empty aside for, it's maybe like a one-story dwelling. It used to be a home, a domicile a long, long time ago. You will be sleeping on the cold, hard floor, but you will be sleeping with walls around you. Growing out of the floor, you see several strange plants. They've like exploded their way through what was once floorboards in the center of the building. It's a some sort of like red thorny root. You identify it as Ryath root. A creature that ingests Ryath root gains 2d4 temporary hit points. A creature that consumes more than one Ryath root in a 24-hour period, must succeed on a DC 13 constitution saving throw or be poisoned for one hour. It's worth picking some of this. Right. If we won, it'll help us. If we more than won in a day, it'll hurt us. Seems fair. Just makes us feel a bit stronger for a bit. All right, then. You gather some of the Raya through. You gather enough, I would say, oh, who's going to gather it? I reckon we all stole, like, a couple on our person. It'll be, like, one person directing it and other people, because otherwise everyone going at it is not going to be good. I'll harvest it. I know what it is. All right, you harvest. If you want, Pop, you can help. I'll help. Oh, actually, Pop, you're... Look, Tiffany identified it, but you would probably be better at collecting it. Oh, really? Yeah. You get a plus seven to survival while Tiffany gets a plus one. How about I collect? You collect. And you supervise. Yeah, yeah, Tiffany yeah. explains what it is and you're like, oh, wait, yeah, no. Well, I understand how, in theory, you would want to get this. Oh, yeah, no, I understand. I'll look for the bits that look like they would do the most good. You get enough for 14 doses worth. So we all take two and then... I offer the third to whoever wants it. Yeah. 
I won't volunteer. I'll take it then. I guess I'm the tankiest. Everyone has a rest. Uh, we take turns in a watch, Adam. Pop, do you take first watch? Yeah, always. All right. Tiffany, on your watch. Okay. <laughs> you see a tiny little head poke itself through the doorway and look at you. You recognize him. Hey. He comes in with hand in hand with nothing. He's got his arm reaching out into space, but it's not holding anything. Hey, I sort of like get down really low so I'm at eye level. I think I'm just lying on my tummy. <laughs> if you approach, uh, he starts moving. All right, so Tiffany, you recognize that he is holding the hand of something that is small and invisible. It is bigger than him, but it is still small, maybe the size of a cat. If you get down and start approaching, the small thing starts dragging him back out and he refuses. He like di- the, the uh, chewinger digs his heels in and tries not to be dragged out, but he is hopelessly smaller than whatever the invisible thing is. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I put my hands behind my back and stay quiet. The chewinger slowly starts dragging in something, something behind it. Do you do anything? Uh, wait <laughs> and try and give off a gentle energy. <laughs> You hear a snarling from the space where the invisible creature is and a snapping. Fear me. Fear me. The creature pushes the Chewinga off and becomes visible. What strange and powerful creature has the Chewinga brought for Tiffany? Find out next time on Once Upon a Time in Zombie Plague Chopped. Hey, dickhead, are you thirsty for more Sans Pants? Let us shoot our long, hot ropes of content right into your gaping ear holes. Head to sanspantsradio.com to check out all 26 of our public podcasts and become a member of Sans Pants Plus to check out 20 more bonus shows and bonus feeds. That's sanspantsradio.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, fellow adventurer. If you're picking up what we're putting down and want more D&D content, we have just what you need to scratch that itch. D&D is for Nerds Plus, the symbol, not the word, where you can listen to select campaigns that were once only available to Sans Pants Plus members. The further adventures of the Grey Hill Free Company if you want shorter campaigns with beautiful guests, and D&D is for Nerds, not Ognot, where all our non-canon D&D adventures go to rest. Just search for D&D is for Nerds on your favorite podcast app of choice and join us on this epic quest of D&D podcast discovery.